Hey everyone, welcome to the Breaking Moment Podcast. My name is Rajin Bell, and I am a social worker who wants to give you hope, encourage you, and help you feel less alone in your healing journey. This podcast is dedicated to helping you heal, learn, and grow to become a better version of yourself. Through education and personal experience, I will discuss topics around mental health and spirituality. So let's get started on today's episode. Hey guys, in this week's episode, we are going to talk about how to manage intrusive thoughts. We will go over what intrusive thoughts are. We will go over some examples of intrusive thoughts, how intrusive thoughts can show up in everyday life, and some steps on how to deal with intrusive thoughts. So if you're like me, I'm sure you've had thoughts that are completely against you, meaning these are thoughts that are opposite of what you would do or say or be or act, and it just kind of leaves you confused. So if that's you, you're not alone. I've had many intrusive thoughts, and they can be very, very scary. According to health.clevelandclinic.org, intrusive thoughts are Thoughts, images, or urges that are unwanted but pop into your head anyway. They disrupt original thought patterns and can come out of nowhere or can be cued by external stimuli or internal stimuli and they can be violent or disturbing. I wanted to use this definition because it explains how they can be thoughts, images, or urges. Obviously a thought we know pops into our mind an image is you know a picture something that we see and our urge is almost like like a feeling like you want to do it and they're unwanted so that doesn't mean you want to do those things I'm going to exclamation point that you don't want to do it just because it pops into your mind does not mean you want to do it does not mean that you are those things and they disrupt original thought patterns That means you could be thinking about work and then this image just pops into your head. And you're like, whoa, 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 what does that mean? Why am I thinking that? What does that mean about me? It doesn't mean anything. It's a part of being a human. You're going to have intrusive thoughts. But they can be very scary. And that's why I'm going over that today. And it could be cued from external stimuli. Maybe you're in an environment that is triggering and it's causing this intrusive thought to come back to you or internal stimuli. Maybe every time you have a presentation, you get really bad anxiety and you think worst case scenarios and that's your internal stimuli that causes these intrusive thoughts. But I just want you to know if you are having them, you are not alone. It's a part of being a human. According to health.harvard.edu, Intrusive thoughts affect around 6 million Americans. 6 million. That is a lot of people. That means you are not the only one with intrusive thoughts. Whether you think you are, I'm here to tell you, you aren't. Therefore, you're not the only one struggling. And there are many articles and websites about intrusive thoughts. When I was struggling with intrusive thoughts, it made me feel guilty. It made me feel ashamed. It made me feel embarrassed. It made me feel less than. 
I felt like I was a bad person. And if you're feeling those things, I want you to know you aren't those things. They are just thoughts or they are just images or they are just urges. And I know sometimes it doesn't make it go away, but I'm here to tell you it's a part of being a human and they can be very scary. Some examples of intrusive thoughts are, say you're talking with someone and this has happened to me many times, you know, and I can laugh about it now. And before I go into these examples, I just want to say you can get to a point where you start laughing about it in a way because you know when you start to develop who you really are as a person, these intrusive thoughts are kind of just in the way. You don't pay them any mind. But some examples are if you're talking with someone and you're thinking like, what if I just hit them right now? Like, what if I just hit them? You know, (laughs) it's happened to me many times. Or this one's actually pretty scary. This was a scary one for me. If I am driving my car and it's like, what if I lose control of my car? You don't want to lose control. You can only focus on you. You can't worry about everyone else. But you're just thinking like, what if I lost control of my car right now? Like, Oh my God. Or if you're on a bridge, I know bridges freak me out. I don't know if you're also one that get freaked out by bridges, but you're just so worried because you're so high up and you're over water. It's like, oh my God, what if I just like sneezed or like just my hand just turned and I just ran off the bridge? No, it doesn't mean you want to, but sometimes we just have these thoughts because our environment or what we're going through or just because we're humans. So that's an example of an external stimuli right there. I'm on a bridge and it's scary. I'm not the biggest fan of bridges. So of course I'm gonna have a weird thought like, ooh, what if I lost control and went to the water? That would be crazy. Or if there's weapons in the house, you're like, oh my God, what if I did something to someone? Doesn't mean you want to. It's just a thought. Another example is you have panic attacks. Maybe you have a panic attack on a plane. And what if the panic attack means something bad's going to happen on the plane? Or what if I have a panic attack on the plane and I can't calm myself down and I am thousands and thousands and thousands of feet in the air and no one can help me? These are intrusive These are just examples of intrusive thoughts. According to cornerstone.org, more than 94% of people have experienced intrusive thoughts at least once in the last three months. So what does that tell you? You are not alone. 94% of people have experienced it. You're not the only one going through it. And like I said, it might not make it go away because you're going to still have them. It's a part of being a human being, but you're not alone. I got to a point where I was so embarrassed about my intrusive thoughts. And the thing about intrusive, they usually represent something you're not. And I was so embarrassed to talk about mine because I thought people would judge me. And definitely finding people you can trust and therapy definitely helped me a lot. But Then when you say them out loud and you talk to people you trust about it and when they know you, it's like, it doesn't make you feel as bad because you're like, I know that's not me. I know I would never do those things. It's just a thought I had or an image I had and I'm gonna keep moving forward. With intrusive thoughts, you have to be aware of them. You have to be aware that you're having them. Don't attach yourself to them. You are not the thoughts. You are not those images. That's just something that your brain is just displaying right now. And unfortunately, you just have to be aware of it. You acknowledge it. All right, intrusive thought, that ain't me. Sometimes I literally will talk to myself in that type of way about intrusive thoughts. You know how you have someone that's so annoying? Maybe when you're in school, you have a person in your class that just won't stop annoying you. And 
every day you're like, nope, I'm not gonna let them get to me. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to entertain what negativity they're telling me. That's exactly how I talk to my intrusive thoughts. I say, you ain't gonna mess with me today. I know who I am. I know who I am. And once you develop a better sense of yourself, I think it becomes easier because once you really know who you are at heart, you won't let those things stop you. That goes the same for you won't let external things like people stop you from whatever you want to do in life. Because I think of the thought sometimes as people that are stopping my journey. I say, not today. Not today, Satan. Not happening. It is not happening. I'm not believing that. Okay, I had that thought. Okay, intrusive thought. That's cool. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. You have to let them pass. A good representation that I use, I have two of them actually. I think about the sky. When you look at the sky, you see the clouds for the most part, unless it's a sunny day and there are no clouds. But you look at the clouds and you see them move. No matter what, they're moving. I think of our thoughts that way. Even though in this moment you feel uncomfortable and it's hard, remember this moment will pass. Keep telling yourself it's going to pass. And sometimes I'll look at the clouds, especially if I'm going through that, if I'm going through that moment and I'll remind myself like the clouds are moving. So are my thoughts. That means just because I'm thinking this thought right now in like five minutes, I'm going to be thinking something else. Don't let that thought dictate your day. You are in control of how you let it affect you. It's going to be there, but you are in control of how it affects your day or affects your mood. Another example I use is if I'm by a body of water and say you see a body of water and you might see some flowers. I think of those as like positive thoughts. And then you might see some sticks or some just, you know, that green yuck that gets on the water. I think it's like the pollen. And I'm like, oh, those are some negative thoughts. So I try to really put it into perspective in my environment so that I can better understand my thoughts. So when I look at these pretty ducks and these beautiful flowers, I'm like, wow, look at those positive thoughts that I can focus on. And yes, there's always negatives. Like there's always sticks and branches and muck in the water. And those are the negative thoughts. And then I realize that the water's moving and both of them flow. So even the good thoughts flow, but even the bad thoughts flow. I look at that water and I say, I have a choice. I can focus on the positive ones or I'm going to focus on the negative ones. But either way, all my thoughts are moving just like this water. So I challenge you guys to try that. Look at the clouds and look at the water. Realize that no matter what is being displayed, all your thoughts pass. According to intellectualtakeout.org, in 2005, the National Science Foundation published an article showing that the average person has between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts per day. Of those, 80% are negative. Pause. Before I read any more, I want to highlight exclamation point times 10 this. 80% of your thoughts are negative. I'm going to let you sit with that for a second. And then it says, and 95% are exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. I'm also going to highlight that at exclamation point that. That shows you that your thoughts are repetitive, 95% of them. So pretty much what you're stressing about yesterday is probably what you're going to stress about today. And most of the time it's going to be negative. That means you have to be 
aware of this. If you're not aware of it, you're going to keep continuing those cycles. And obviously it's going to still be there because like the article says, 80% are negative, 95% are repetitive, but you have a choice in what you want to pay attention to. You have a choice. So you can choose the other 20% that's positive. So if you woke up and your car didn't work and you relate to work because of your car not working and then you forgot your lunch, but you woke up, you're in your right mind, you still got to work and your husband bought you food. Okay. Yes, I just talked about a lot of negative things that happen, but you have a choice to focus on the positive ones. And the thing about intrusive thoughts, they will continually come back if you don't acknowledge them. Like we talked about acknowledging things. They will come back because you might fear them. You might be disgusted by them. And just because of that reason, our brain is going to keep bringing it back to you. It's going to keep being repetitive. And it's up to you to be aware of it, to acknowledge it, and to let it pass just like the water flows in the ocean. And then you can fill it up, fill your mind up with, wow, you know what? Today is a good day. I ate some good food. What one thing can you focus on that went well? Something had to go well for you today. And if it didn't, I pray tomorrow is better. I really do. Please don't judge yourself because it's really out of your control. As I just read this article to you, you're having so many thoughts today. And you know what you can't do? Because I'm laughing because I tried this. When I was really struggling with intrusive thoughts, I really tried to like, Slow my day down and focus on my thoughts so that I wouldn't think anything bad. Do you think that worked out for me? Absolutely not. You have over 60,000 thoughts, between 12,000 and 60,000. And this article is back in 2005. I'm sure there's new studies that show more thoughts than that. So there's no way I can just sit and just observe every and overanalyze every thought. You just can't. It's extremely hard, especially if you want to continue with your daily lives of living and going to work. You just... Just monitoring your thoughts would be a a full-time job and it would be impossible. So don't judge yourself. It is out of your control. All you can control is how you respond. Statements like, okay, it's an intrusive thought. That does not mean anything about me. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. I'm going to continue doing my work. I'm going to continue making dinner. I'm going to continue driving. Don't let that intrusive thought control your day because... You don't have to let it. It's all about how you respond to it. No, you can't stop them, but it's how you respond. Don't fight with it. Don't fight with the thoughts and be kind to yourself. Now we're going to talk about some steps on how to manage these intrusive thoughts. And I went over a couple, but I want to dig a little deeper, okay? Step one, do a brain dump. I mentioned this in previous episode. Dump all your thoughts down on paper. It's something about writing them down and getting them out of your brain that helps you to make sense of it all. You can look at these thoughts and be like, that thought doesn't mean anything about me. That thought is completely opposite of me. Why am I even letting this thought dictate my day? Write them down. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're seeing, write it down. You can write it down one so it gets out of your brain, but also so you can look at it and Make sense of it. A lot of times when I write it down, I realize, why am I even mad about this? This has nothing to do with me. Or this completely against my character. I will not let that ruin my day today. I really encourage a brain dump. I encourage it every day because as the article said, we have so many thoughts a day that 
and so many repetitive ones. And this is actually a good way to see if they're repetitive. Like if you keep doing a brain dump and you keep seeing the same pattern, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to probably think this today, but I ain't got to let it, I ain't got to let it dictate my day. Think about that person that that is being really negative to you. I'm not letting that person get to me today. And you continue with your day. Same with those thoughts and those images or the urges you are feeling. Write them all down. Label it and don't attach yourself to it. Label them as intrusive thoughts. It just helps you to take a step back and realize, okay, this is just my brain right now. This is just my brain being a brain. It's thinking things. It's thinking things that aren't true, but it's, I can't get mad at it. Label it. It's not who I am. Say those things to yourself. It will help you. Please try that. It really does help. You also have to take in consideration, like our brain thinks so many thoughts, but we also are exposed to so many things. Say you watch a television show that consists of a lot of violence or shootings and you start having thoughts about it. Maybe you're thinking about the episode. Like sometimes you have to put it in perspective of what am I feeding my brain? And obviously my brain's going to think those things because I saw it on TV or I'm exposed to it in my environment. That doesn't mean I have to be those things. Just because you think it doesn't mean you'll do it. That's going to be the motto. Just because you think it doesn't mean you'll do it. My brain is a thinking machine. All I can do is control how I respond, but I can't change how my brain works. I talked about this a million times. Let the thoughts or the images or the urges pass. It's going to be extremely uncomfortable, extremely with an exclamation point, uncomfortable, because you're going to want to do something about it. You're going to want to entertain the thought and defend yourself against the thought. But when we feed into it, we're almost making it true. Think about when someone's defensive. They're defensive because maybe because something might be true and they want to defend who they are. Don't defend yourself to these thoughts. You know why? It's not true. Just let it be. Oh, I'm just going to let you pass. That's not who I am. Speak the truth. It's not who you are. But you ain't got to go against it like, wait, I thought this. And what does that mean about me? And now I now something's wrong. Now I can't go do that job. Or now I can't be a good mother. No, you're still going to be a great mother. And you're still going to get that job. Because you're going to let that thought pass. It's not who you are. Practice mindfulness. Being in the present moment. What are you thinking? What do you feel? What do you see? What's going on around you? What's going on in your mind? How are you feeling? Just be in the moment. It might be uncomfortable, like I said, but remember it's going to pass. But you just have to be non-judgmental about it. Remember a big part of mindfulness, letting yourself be in that present moment without judgment. Be kind to yourself. I always say this. I think I've said this every episode so far because it is so important when we are in this healing journey There's going to be so many things that are triggering and uncomfortable. You're going to see yourself in a different way. And all of this is scary. This is so scary to you. It's hard to do this. So many people realize there's things they need to fix, but they're so comfortable in where they are that they don't take that step. And you want to take that step or you're thinking about taking that step. So be kind to yourself. Think about a friend. If a friend came to you and they were struggling, you wouldn't be like, get out of here. You need to figure it out. Bye. You probably would show them some compassion. Do that for yourself. Be kind to yourself. Realize it's a process and you're going to be uncomfortable and it's going to get scary, but all you can do is your best. If your best is journaling and doing a brain dump for only one minute that day, 
at least you did it, right? Every little thing that you do to make yourself better, be proud of it. Because I promise you, all the little things that you're doing, it'll make a difference later in life. And you're going to be looking back and you're going to say, wow, I can't believe how far I've come. So please be kind to yourself. And the last thing, and I've said this a million times, don't fight with it. Don't fight a battle that you already won. Don't give those thoughts and those images and those urges the time of the day. You set the tone. You are capable of overcoming this. You can do this. You get to control how you respond to those things. It does not control you. The thoughts don't control you. The images don't control you. You control how they affect you. If you get one thing out of everything I said today, intrusive thoughts are very common. It's a part of being a human. Therefore, you can't stop them. So don't try to stop them. But you can control how you let them affect you. So in closing today, I want you to know you are not alone. Everyone experiences negative thoughts and intrusive thoughts. Remember, you are not defined by your thoughts. They don't have power over you. You have power over them. Another thing I want you to focus on is what God says about you. What does God say about you? Not what the thoughts say about you. What does God say about you? And you move forward from there. I love you all. And I hope that something I said today will help you in your healing journey. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Breaking Moment Podcast. If this information was helpful, please share it with others. And if you enjoy listening, subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes. You can listen to the Breaking Moment Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Until then, I will see y'all next week.